You're listening to the Father's House Podcast. We're in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hope you guys enjoy. If you guys want more information, you can go to thefathershouseky.com. told me they said I love that your husband walked you up there that was so sweet so thank you honey it's always nice to see spouses supporting each other isn't it hey Eddie do you mind helping me I don't know what's going on with this thing can you like break it down for me a little bit I don't have enough muscle or teach me how to do it oh there you got to crank the knob Well, good morning. If you are here for the first time, we welcome you. We are so honored that you chose Perfect to worship with us this morning. And if you are looking for a home church, we ask that you would visit us three times to see if it's the right fit for you and to hear from the Lord. We want you to be where God wants you to be. And if it's not here, then get connected into a local body. Amen? Because you need discipleship, you need support, you need community, all those things that the local body provides. So if it is your first time, there's a welcome card in the seat back in front of you. If you will, fill that out and take it to the welcome desk. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, We have a little gift for you. We want to connect with you. Uh, I just love how the body works. I have had five people ask me if there's anything that they could do for me this morning. It was just so sweet for them to reach out to me. And I'm so thankful for all the volunteers that we have in this room, whether you're in youth, childcare, ushering, greeting, whatever. You all help make the body work and function. Can we give it up for all of our volunteers? We are so thankful for you. So appreciate it. So this morning, if you're watching online, good morning. We welcome you. The same Holy Spirit's in your living room that's here this morning. So if you are visiting us online, welcome this morning. Uh, Pastor Mike is on a little vacay, so he's having a good time somewhere and uh, gets a little break. So today you have me, and I believe that the Lord has given me a word in due season because I know that I didn't come up with this sermon on self-discipline. Y'all, nobody likes to speak about self-discipline because it's actually causing us to feel that feeling. Have you ever felt that feeling when the Lord asks you to do something and you're like, I can't do that? Or even on your job, when you get comfortable doing something for a long time and then your boss says, actually, I want you to step up into this leadership role without extra pay. And the Lord's saying, yeah, I want you to lean into that. And you're like, I don't know how any of that works. I don't know the system behind it. I don't know how to do that. What happens in those moments? It's an opportunity to grow. Everybody say grow. And here at the Father's House, our mission is a healthy home for the city. And I don't believe it's just healthy spiritually. I believe it's healthy financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And so today, I want to speak on self-discipline. And, you know, the way I come to my message is I always ask the Lord, like, Lord, speak to me. 
And I was meeting with a couple a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it was so neat because six months ago, he heard the Lord say to him, it's time to step out and do my own business. And he had been waiting to do that. And the scripture that kept rising up into my heart, I said, hey, when are you going to do that? And he said, I'm going to do that. And he was stepping into something that was super uncomfortable for him, right? Leaving something that had supplied your family for many years, a business that you helped grow to step out into something so unfamiliar. But I heard the scripture in Isaiah. It says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Now, first, it's easy to be willing. We say, yes, Lord, I'll do it, whatever you want me to do. If you want me to move across the sea to go be a missionary, if you want me to do uh, start a new business, it sounds exciting, right? Oh, I'll write a book. But then to be obedient and to actually walk it out and then to finish it. Ooh, that's hard, right? I think we all start a lot of projects and maybe the Lord's spoken to you and as I'm speaking, you're like, oh yeah, I need to finish that. I was just talking with a friend the other day and it's really fun to be creative and get inspired and have all these things that you want to do. And she was telling me, she was like, you know, the Lord's asking me to tie up loose ends and to be disciplined to finish what I've started. And so this morning, I believe God is wanting us to lean in and to truly hear from him of what areas in our own personal lives that he wants to grow and mature us so that we can be taught self-discipline to what? to bear fruit. Amen? Will you pray with me this morning? Father, we just thank you for an opportunity for growth. We thank you for an opportunity to hear you clearly. Lord, use me. Let it not be what I want to say or even what's on my paper, Lord, that, Father, I would hear directly from heaven from you and that you would release a word in due season for the body. And that, Father, that we would lean into what you're saying and we would not just be willing, but we will be obedient to eat the good of the land because of the things that you've asked us to do and to obey you, Father, in all that we do and all that we say. And everybody said, amen. Amen. So lately, I'm not going to get up here and speak something to you if I've not had fruit in it in my life. That doesn't make any sense, right? But today, I am here to tell you I am still working on self-discipline in the area of working out. I can have my quiet time with the Lord. I love that. Like, that's something I love doing. But if you ask me to go to the gym and lift weights, absolutely not. I love to run. I love running. I could go run for six miles. It's easy. But the Lord has asked me to go on this journey. About seven weeks ago, my husband and I started the journey of eating whole foods, really whole foods, like two meals a day, intermittent fasting, and working out. And I have these intense circuit training videos that I'm doing. You see, I have these weights up here. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But it's not something that comes easy for me. It's something that I've had to learn how to have self-discipline in, an area where it's uncomfortable, an area that the Lord is asking me to grow in. And I believe that we all have these areas in our life where we can grow in. Amen? Uh, So I began to ask the Lord. I said, Lord, so what 
is it about self-discipline? What is it that you want to share on how we can be better self-disciplined? And he said, there's three things, Faith, here. Number one, focus on me. Number two, be willing to say yes. And number three, the follow through. Act on it, be obedient. So I said, okay, Lord. And he said, self-control faith, that's one of the fruits of the spirit, right? We can read in Galatians 5, verse 22 through 23. It says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And I, I looked up self-discipline, and here's what it's described as. It's really such a powerful statement, but it says, it's described as the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. The ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it, right? There's so many temptations out there that we have every day that are coming at us that want us to keep our focus off of what God has asked us to do. Because a lot of times if we're hearing clearly from the Lord, he's going to ask us to do things that are going to challenge us. Why? Because he wants us to grow. And it could be easy to stay comfortable in my running, right? I can get up every morning and go running. It would be very comfortable for me. But do you know what? That only produces muscle in one area of my body. And when I began to lift weights, I realized how weak my upper body was. And I believe God, the reason why he's asking us to be obedient to what he's calling us higher in is so that we can get stronger. And just recently, I was with my mom in the hospital and she had had surgery. And after surgery, it was so hard for her to get up and to move around. And the Lord began to say, faith, do you want to be that person when you get older that if something hits you in the face, you're not willing to get up in my strength and my ability to go and move forward? And he really convicted me about my physical body because I can work out all day running with my legs and strengthen this part, but he wants to strengthen my whole being. And I believe he wants to strengthen all of us, our mental, our emotional, our physical, our spiritual, and our financial areas in our life, amen? So it says, I'm not gonna read that actually. So what are some areas in your life that you can grow in self-discipline in? Maybe financially you have been wanting to save for something or the Lord has asked you to give to someone and you don't have the means. Maybe it's putting together a budget. Maybe emotionally you don't have self-discipline. When something happens, your emotions just go all out of control and you don't even know how to process something without having too much anger at your family member or the situation. Maybe you need to meditate on the word and get it in your heart so that when emotionally things you're triggered at, you can say, you know what? I'm not led by my emotions. I'm led by the word of God. Maybe it's spiritually you need to discipline yourself to get 
up early in the morning and have your quiet time for the, with the Lord. Whatever area it is, I think today the Lord is saying, let's come up higher. So how do we do that? How do we cultivate discipline? And I asked the Lord that question. He said, it's like digging a well. And if you think about a well, at the bottom of the well, there, the well is such an opportunity that when you get to the bottom of the well, it may appear small in size, but what happens on underneath, there's a vast underground supply. It says, amazingly, a large percentage of the world's fresh water is actually under the ground. It's not on the surface of the earth. Rain that falls to the earth, it seeps into the ground, and the water travels underneath these water-carrying soils, and it's called aquifers. And there's a huge resource of water lying concealed beneath the earth. And when I asked the Lord, I said, what do you mean by digging a well? He said, it's going to take work to be self-disciplined. I'm like, oh, you don't think it's going to come naturally to me? Heck no. I'm not going to get up and lift weights. It doesn't come naturally to me. Making a budget? Oh, that doesn't come naturally. Fasting? It doesn't come naturally. But when the Lord gives us a word... What is he saying? If you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. So what does that mean, Lord? He said, it's time to dig. And I said, well, how do we dig? And he said, I want you to go back and look in Genesis. So if you have a Bible with me this morning in Genesis, I'm going to go to Genesis 26. And I'm going to start. Where am I going to start? Here we go. I'm going to start in, the, in verse 12. So there was a severe famine in the land. And here Isaac is, it says, when Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted for the Lord blessed him. And then it says the Philistines in verse 15. So the Philistines filled up all of Isaac's wells with dirt. These were the wells that had been dug by the servants of his father, Abraham. Finally, Abimelech, sorry, Abimelech ordered Isaac to leave the country. He said, go somewhere else, he said, for you have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away to Gerar Valley where he set up their tents and settled down and he reopened the wells his father had dug. Before this, I'm sorry, in verse two, I need to say this part because it's really important. It says, the Lord appeared to Isaac and he said, do not go to Egypt, but do as I tell you. That's an important word because before he started digging wells, he got a word from the Lord. It's important for us that when we are being self-disciplined in the area that we're not doing it just because we want to look good. We're not doing it because we want more money. We're not doing it because we want whatever it is that we want to attain, but that we're doing it because God is asking us to be obedient, amen? 
So it says in verse 17, so Isaac moved away to Gerar Valley where he set up their tents and settled down. He reopened the wells his father had dug, which the Philistines had filled in after Abraham's death. Isaac also restored the names Abraham had given them. It says Isaac's servants also dug in Gerar Valley and discovered a well of fresh water. But then the shepherds from Gerar came and claimed the spring and they said, this is our water. And they argued over it with Isaac's herdsmen. So Isaac named the well Esek, which means argument. And Isaac men then dug another well, but then another dispute came. In verse 22, abandoning that one, Isaac moved on and dug another well. This time, there was no dispute over it, so Isaac named this place Rehoboth, which means open space, for he said, at last, the Lord has created enough space for us to prosper in this land. So here Isaac is with his family, with his servants and his flocks. He was forced to move locations at multiple times. Do you see? He had a lot of work to do. It wasn't a word from the Lord and he got and he just inherited all of this water and all of this land. It took some work and some self-discipline. It took some perseverance for him to say, oh, I'm going to just dig this well. Did he give up? No, he kept digging wells until he settled in the land that God had promised him. And some of you might say, like, you think about Isaac and you think about how it was set up for him, Abraham, you know, he tapped in to generational blessing. And you, you might have just gotten saved and you said, Faith, I don't even know how to dig a well. I don't even know how to hear from God. I don't even know how to be obedient to the Lord. I don't have anybody that's taught me the way to walk. You're here at the perfect time. We have small groups, we have discipleship going on, we have our journey coming up in July for you to get connected. If you need people around you to help you, you are at the right place, because that is what the body is here, is to help you, and you sit in the service, you come every time the door is open, you get taught, you get somebody that you know, if you don't know somebody, go to the welcome desk, we have Bibles out there, we'll help you get on a plan. But some of you have had generations that you've seen how wells have been dug and you've seen the fruit, you've seen setup of blessing after blessing. And maybe you've been there and you haven't dug your own well yet. You've kind of rode on the coattails of your family and God is saying it's time for you to dig your own well because it says, I'll read this to you, it's so good. 1 John 2.27, it says, as for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, talking about the Holy Spirit, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. He's the teacher. He's the knower, he's the shower, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And as we're listening to him, and as we're hearing what he's saying and moving in it, what does it say? It says, it, to the anointing teaches you about all things if you remain in him. So I said, Lord, give me an action plan. What does it mean to dig a well? And he said, number one, you've got to choose the ground. Everybody say, choose the ground. 
You've got to ask the Lord, Lord, where do you want me to have discipline in my life? Where is it that I need to be obedient? It says in Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. Maybe it's been hard for you to hear from the Lord. You're like, Faith, I can't even dig a well. I can't even hear the word of the Lord. Guess what? This is the most powerful word. This is his word that he spoke, that he created life. And if you can't sit down and audibly hear him, it's okay. Guess what? You can hear him right through his word. If you can't hear him through his word, then find somebody and say, can you mentor me? Can you help speak a word of God into my life? Let's ask the Lord, what plan do I need to be on? Somebody came to me and they're like, I don't know how to have my quiet time and really be routine about it, but yet relational about it. And so we helped come up with a plan for her. We've got to lean into what he's saying because guess what? If you didn't hear from the Lord to start your own business like this gentleman hadn't heard from the Lord, what's he doing? He's doing it in his own ability. And what happens when we dig a well, we get in the middle of that well and we never, ever tap into the source of life, which is God, and we never see fruit because we're doing it in our own ability. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be digging and have dirt in my face and working hard on something and never getting fruit from it. I want to dig a well that the Lord says to dig, and I want to go deep, and I want to experience the fruit. And you know what? When I'm done digging there, I'm going to say, okay, Lord, what's next? Where else can I have discipline in my life to dig to grow? I don't want to just grow physically. I also want to grow emotionally, especially with my parenting. You know, we all have areas that we need to dig and have an action plan for. Here's another scripture for you. It says in Isaiah 30, verse 21, it says, whether you turn to the right or turn to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. He's wanting you to just lean back. You know that song, lean back in your loving arms because he's a good, good father. He's good and he wants you to lean back and let him whisper into your ear, this way, this way, I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to say this. Some of you have a prophetic gift. God speaks to you and you keep it in. And God's saying, I want you to use that. All the giftings on the inside of you, we all have gifts, right? He's saying, go get on the worship team. You've been waiting for six months because you don't want to do the audition process. Guys, we only have the audition process so that we don't have people up here that can't sing or play an instrument. If God's calling you to do it, just be willing. You've said, I'll do it, Lord, but I want to wait another year. And he's like, no, it's time to be willing and what? Thank you. Say it aloud obedient. It says in John 16, 13, it says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he's heard. He will tell you about your future. Number two. So we've got to what? Choose the ground. Number two, prepare for the work ahead. So I've chosen my ground and I have to make a plan right? The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. 
If I said, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to start lifting weights, but I had no plan, guess what? I'd probably start working my leg muscles because it's just comfortable. I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have a plan. If I didn't have a budget, I would be like, oh, I'm going to save my money. And guess what happens? After three weeks of working out, I like lost a lot of weight. That wasn't the goal. The goal is health and for strength for me physically. But I lost a lot of weight the two weeks. And then I started gaining weight. I was like, what in the world is going on? And I had to realize, stick with it, Faith. Guess what? You're gaining muscle. You're gaining strength. And guess what? When you start digging, it's hard because you just keep seeing dirt. <laughs> but what happens is you keep digging, you reach the bottom, and the Lord cleans you up. And he's like, look, this is the area that I've purified in your life. Isn't that good? That's from the Lord. I didn't have that in my head or my heart. Um, so we're preparing for the work ahead. So what do you need to get from A to B? I know for me... I needed an eight-week program because guess what? I can always just jump back in. It's like a lifetime now. I've done it seven weeks. I get up. I don't want to do it. Olivia's sitting on the couch going, you can do this, mommy. I'm like, oh, this is hard, Olivia. She said, you can do hard things. And guess what? This is what's so cool. She came to me the other day and she said, mommy, I don't know how to write the word like. And she started crying. And I said, babe, you don't have to get so upset. She said, I can't do hard things. It was a great opportunity. I said, you know how mommy works out? And I, I have to do the, I like to say challenging because hard just seems like you just can't achieve it. I said, you know how I work through the challenge? I want you to go back and ask the Lord to help you work through the challenge. And she came back, she said, I did it! So it's not just for you. It's for everybody around you that's seeing you get self-discipline. They're seeing, although you're working hard at it, there's going to be fruit. And you have the opportunity to not just affect your life, but everyone around you. It's really powerful. So when I heard her say that, I said, I love that. Good job. So she's my encourager. She's on the couch watching me work out. It says in Proverbs 16, verse 1 through 3, it says, we can make our own plans. Remember, I said you can dig in the well, but you never tap into anything because it's our own plan. But the Lord gives the right answer. It says, people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. He said, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So we've got choosing the ground. We've got preparing for the work ahead. Number three, start digging. This is the hard part. It's like, okay, I gotta start somewhere. So how can we start? We can start by praying. That's the beginning point for you. Lord, I need help. What does this look like? I need you. Help me in my journey to start digging. Help me have wisdom. Let me have wisdom to know what to do and how to do it and what to say and how to say it. Not only do we dig by praying, because that's the beginning part, but we also start listening. Even in the digging. You know, I'm three weeks in and I'm, show y'all. I'm going to try to do this at the same time so y'all can hear it, right? So I'm like in the middle of the colonies around the world. 
it can cause you to really have to lean into the Lord. And that's what we want. We need to trust and lean on him in the challenging moments of being obedient. If I wanted it to be easy, I'd just ground, grab two pound weights. But you know what? I would never get stronger. So I had Steve go get me these 10 pound weights. I just thought, <laughs> I'm not like a gym person at all. I just thought they went up by fives. He said, came home with these 10 pound weights and I'm like, babe, those are heavy. He said, I know, I was kind of surprised you didn't want me to buy you like seven pound weights. I'm like, I didn't know those existed. He said, yeah, maybe you should try that. So you know what I did? I asked. self-discipline to stop and hear what he's saying because I can have self-discipline and I just get so one-track minded sometimes I tune out the whole world and I just go digging and then the Lord's like whoa faith step back what am I saying now he's like you're digging in the wrong place I'm like that's good so in moments where we hear from the Lord and are obedient, I think that we have to be very careful not to just go whole speed ahead, but to get balance. Because if I would go full speed ahead for three weeks and work out hard and go all in, I'm gonna be tired in the fourth week. And you know what, I'm gonna be like, forget this plan, it's too hard. So I step back and I reevaluate and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take a day off. But the next day, I'm gonna get back at it. And that's what's happened for me. I have a cheat meal. So what? Chocolate cake? Bring it on. But I'm gonna get back the next day. And before, I would say, oh, forget it. I'm just gonna go eat pizza tomorrow. But the Lord is asking me, no, I want you to get healthy faith and I want you to get some balance in your life. So I'm working out with 10 pound weights now, everybody, and I'm going for it. And some days, thank you, I will take a bow to that. Thank you, I'm getting stronger. You know, I'm like starting to see some like rip there. It's kind of cool. Dusty Hayden would be so proud of me. She's in the nursery watching my baby right now. So, um, but I'm working towards it. And guess what? I'm never gonna reach this ultimate place where I'm like, oh, I've mastered it. Never, financially, am I gonna have so much self-discipline that I'm never gonna go off the wagon a little bit. But then when the Lord is like, nope, I need you to kind of lean into this area of faith, then I'm gonna say yes. Why? Because he said, if you're willing and you're what? Obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So we must dig deep to locate the water. 
We dig by moving and putting action to his word and what he said. We make decisions out of obedience and not out of what we want. It says in James 1, verse 22 through 25, it says, don't just listen to the word of truth and not respond to it, for that is the essence of self-deception. So always let his word become like poetry written and fulfilled by your life. If you listen to the word and don't live out the message, you hear, you become like the person who looks in the mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. You perceive how God sees you in the mirror of the word, but then you go out and you forget your divine origin. But those who set their gaze deeply into the perfecting law of liberty are fascinated by and respond to the truth they hear and are strengthened by it. They experience God's blessing in all that they do. Everybody say, in all that they do. Number four, keep on digging. Keep on swimming, keep on swimming. You know, Nemo, you just gotta keep on digging. You've got to persevere. And that's so hard sometimes because you know what? The ground that you're digging in, it might not be loose ground. It might never be ground that you've ever tapped into before. For me, I can read books all day on parenting and marriage, because I love that, and leadership and discipleship, because that's just my lane and what I'm called to, so that just is natural for me. I'm just gonna be transparent with y'all. Pastor Mike gave me a book on um, the supernatural, and for me, I was like, I know we should desire the supernatural things of God, okay? But that was a really hard read for me. I couldn't even get past page three. But then when I started digging a little bit deeper and I read through page 10, I was like, wow, actually this is really good. I'm just gonna have to take a little bit slower in this area because it's a growth area for me. And the well that God's asking you to dig, it might take you longer. Ooh, that's a good word. Look at your neighbor and say, it's gonna take you longer. Because guess what? You probably never experienced it before. You've never had to dig in the hard ground before. It's always been fertile. Oh, just dig here, it's easy. It's natural. The ground's easy, I've already dug there before. I'm just gonna keep digging there. But God's saying, nope, let's go over here to this more challenging area that you need self-discipline in so you can grow. Uh, Danny Silk says, you've been given the mind of Christ, you have that ability. Self-control is not saying no to all the things, it's actually picking a target and saying yes with all your heart. I'm gonna say it again, picking a target and saying yes with all your heart. I've made my plan and I'm saying yes, even on days where it's hard and it's challenging and it's difficult and it doesn't look like I can persevere, I'm gonna say yes with all my heart. Because why? I wanna eat the good of the fruit. And you can still eat good fruit and remain comfortable. I'm still gonna be healthy if I eat healthy food and I go running, but am I gonna be stronger? In all areas of my body? No, I'm not. So do you wanna experience the fullness with self-discipline and moving and being obedient to what God's saying? Or do you just wanna stay here? Because you know what? That man I was talking to, he was like, oh, it just, it would be easier here. I'm like, yeah, but you would be kind of unhappy because it's not fulfilling for you. He's like, yeah, you're right. So I'm gonna take a risk. 
and he's going for it. And I'm so excited because he's pushing in and trusting and leaning on the Lord and not leaning on what's been comfortable in his job and his boss and the, and the income he's making. He's saying yes. He's not just being willing, but he's being obedient. Um, it says in 1 Corinthians, I love this scripture, for, um, chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. Y'all are just with me today. Thank you for leaning in. I feel it. I know God is wanting to stir something up in all of us. I believe that. Do you believe it? Yes, I believe it. It says, isn't it obvious that all runners on the racetrack keep on running to win, but only one receives the victor's prize? Yet each one of you must run your race to be victorious. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect, practicing constant self-control in order to win a laurel wreath that quickly withers. But we run our race to win a victor's crown that will last forever. For that reason I don't run just for exercise or box like one throwing aimless punches but I train like a champion athlete I subdue my body and get it under my control so that after preaching the good news to others I myself won't be disqualified so what is he saying here he's saying it's time to train it's time to train it's time to push and lean in to what I'm saying so that you can run the race, so that you won't look back 20 years and say, I wish I would have done these things, so now I feel disqualified. I didn't walk in my full potential and my purpose, and I wish I would have done these things. No, let's start today and say, today I'm gonna be willing, I'm gonna be obedient, and I'm gonna move in what you're saying today, Lord. And the fifth thing, focus on the water and not on the dirt. When digging a well, I put this, there's a lot of dirt to encounter before we reach the water. We can easily be tempted to pay attention to the things that are wrong or less than perfect in our situation. When it asks me to do these squats, I'm getting old. It would be easy to be like, oh, I'm just not gonna do that, it's too hard. I don't want my knees to get hurt, so I'm just not gonna do squats because it's too hard on my knees. We can make so many excuses, right? Oh, it's just, it's so messy there. Like, I know I need self-discipline in this area, but I don't wanna have to uproot old things. Yeah, I get it. I don't wanna have to uproot old things either. But you know what happens when we uproot old things? New good things can come in. And your well doesn't have to be full of dirt anymore. It can be full of the fresh living water of God and the plan and the purposes and the promises that he has for you. But if your well is full of dirt, you will not get it full of the water of the word to cleanse you from all unrighteousness, right? That's what he says, water comes in and cleanses us. The word comes and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So if we can be self-disciplined to look inward and say, Lord, where is it that I need to be cleansed and allow him to do that guess what he's gonna produce such great fruit for you he's gonna show you things that he has for you you're gonna walk in more purpose than you've ever walked in you're gonna walk in your gifting and your calling like you've never experienced before and you're gonna be like how am I up here on the stage speaking 
God might be calling some of you to do this. I don't know. But whatever he has asked you, maybe some of you, the worship team can come up and our prayer team can come up. If you will stand with me this morning. Maybe you've dug a well before in your own life because God has asked you to do something. And then some situational things have happened that have caused you to walk away from that well. Walk away from the purpose and the calling that God has on your life because you knew it was gonna take self-discipline for you to be able to walk in it. You knew it was gonna be dirty before it got clean, and you're like, I just can't do that. Maybe that's you in the room, and today you're like, okay, I need to go back and I need to dig up that well, and I need to train like an athlete to lean into what God is saying right now. And however that looks for your life, I would just ask the Lord. I can give you this plan all day long, but guess what? He knows the ultimate plan. His ways are higher than our ways. His plan is better than our plan. And so today, if we will just lean in and say, Lord, what is it? What does this look like? How can I produce self-discipline in my life? Will you just close your eyes for a second? Maybe this message has really spoke to your heart this morning. If that's you, just raise your hand. I'm just going to pray for you this morning. Thank you for those hands. Yeah, God's calling people higher. Thank you, Lord. You can put your hands down. I want to read this scripture really quick. It says, John 4, verse 13 through 14, Jesus answered and said to her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. When we tap in and dig and drink from him, you will not feel unfulfilled when we say yes to the things of the Lord. Don't focus on the dirt to be removed. Focus on the water to be received. Keep your eyes fixed on the prize. It says in Philippians 3, 13 through 14, it says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I've not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. It says, forgetting the past and moving forward pressing forward to the mark of their upward call in Christ Jesus. So no matter where you are today, if you're like me seven weeks ago, I didn't want to say yes and be self-disciplined. Today is a new day for you. It can be the day that you start whatever it is that the Lord is asking you to be obedient in. But remember, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. God wants you to lean back trust him along the way. Amen. Nothing is too difficult for him. Will you be willing and obedient today? I'm going to ask you again. Will you be willing and obedient today? Yes. Father, we thank you for this word. Lord, we lean in. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to do it in our own ability, but Father, I ask you to reveal wells that need to be dug in our lives, Lord. And I thank you that you are giving, them, giving us a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. You're opening up our eyes to see where it is we need to dig and what we need to dig and how we need to do it. 
and you come and give us a plan, Lord, so that we can grow up and mature in the things that you have for us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that people are rising up to say yes to the call of God on their life in whatever areas it is that you've asked them to do, Lord. I thank you for all these things. And if you're in this room this morning and you need prayer, we have our prayer team here. We're so honored that you came to worship with us this morning. Enjoy your Sunday on your way out, but we are here for the next few minutes. If you need prayer for healing, salvation, anything, breakthrough in your life, we are here to pray for you. You guys have an amazing Sunday.